Greetings, dear, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of The Working Experience, a very warm, open-arm audio embrace and a squeeze. This episode is brought to you by my company, One Circle Media. One Circle Media is a hybrid digital agency and media content creator. We create and design apps, websites, videos, social media content, and physical products. We are artists, directors, designers, producers, coders, editors, thinkers, makers, and creators who embrace story and creativity from design, web and app development, animation, docs, features, TV shows, digital and social media content to physical products. For our clients, we create content that builds networks and audiences across multiple platforms. Check out our work at OneCircleDigital.com and OneCircleBrand.com. If you work for a network, studio, brand, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain, reach out to me at John at OneCircleMedia.com. I'd love to hear from you. This episode is also brought to you by an app that I created called Still Believe. Still Believe transforms a picture in your home into video proof of your child's favorite magical characters. With the app, parents can catch the magic of the tooth fairy, leaving money under their children's pillow or Santa delivering presents on Christmas Eve in their home. You download the app, take a picture, and we create the magic. We utilize feature film visual effects artists to transform your picture into video. Just tell your kids that you have a special app that can detect and capture the tooth fairy then present them with the video proof in the morning. The look on their faces is priceless. Your Still Believe video is created in minutes, and you can then save it to your phone and share it on social media. The app is available for the iPhone and Android, and it's free to download. Our aim is to bring joy and wonder into the hearts of children around the world. Check it out at stillbelieve.co. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Working Experience. The working experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleet. There is no service on Stand the- clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. John, we need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? And HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. To stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. They're moving in a different and after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was wow. moving his Sexual toenails at his desk. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. I can't. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Working Experience Podcast. This is Maddie Kay. And John. Yeah. Welcome back. Uh, we're we're hot on the heels of Independence Day, and uh, Matt's got all his appendages in order, so that's a win. I was going to go because I was up in New Hampshire, and you can buy fireworks legally. I was going to pull off at Hookset because they always advertise fireworks, but I didn't get a chance to, which is probably why I still have all my appendages. Um, I would say I would uh, file that under poor decision-making. Well, we went to the fireworks in the town um, where my family has had a house there for uh, many, many years. Very small town called Sugar Hill, New Hampshire. 500-year-round residents. 
very, very much what you would think of in New England, small town New England. Hey, do you really want to uh, disclose where your uh, New Hampshire house is? That's because true. you might be inundated with My the fans. working experience fans. <laughs> now, now you really, <laughs> now you're really in a conundrum. Well, I'm not going to tell you exactly where it is. Okay, I'm going to be a little coy with that. Um, but yeah, the the fireworks they you know kind of tout these things Fourth of July. And I went a couple of years ago, and they were really good. Uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. You took chairs down and everything, and everybody kind of converges on this. I mean, there's one main street, and there's no traffic lights or anything like that. But uh, everybody kind of, there's a potluck dinner and blah, blah, blah. So this year, I was like, you know, I don't feel like going down there and trying to park. Let's just, like, kind of go up to this golf course which is over on a, another hill. <laughs> These fireworks, I'm not kidding you, they lasted like eight minutes. <laughs> and it was hard to tell. It just ended. You know how there's usually a big grand finale where it's like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, nothing. It just ended. Done. It, you know, the, it, it's stuff like that when you read sto- I've read stories about, you know, kind of like where all the fireworks go off at once. And I equate to that like, you know, in, in a sexual experience, like a premature ejaculator, like you build up to this big event and then three pumps and that's it. And nobody's happy. Nobody's no. walking away from that happy. Everyone's ashamed, embarrassed, <laughs> doesn't know yeah. what to say. Uh, there's a lot. There's, of, there's uh, usually apologies. Right, apologies, excuses made. A lot of that's okay. yes, a lot of excuses. It happens to a lot of guys. <laughs> Listen, if you've heard that phrase, it happens to a lot of guys. Something bad happened. Something went wrong. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. These fireworks were were like, and I'm not a big fireworks fan. Like, I, I you know what I really. I don't know where you fall on this, but 4th of July obviously has a lot of parades. I have no idea what people's fascination with parades are. I don't like going to them. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I well, don't good get old, it. Uh, go, good old Trumpy Trumpy. Didn't he uh, have some tanks and flyovers? Well, the tanks I learned were static. They could not have them rolling down. Pennsylvania <laughs> Avenue because they will damage the, the poor general that had to tell Trump that. Yeah, like they will do serious damage. It's a tank, for God's sake, with treads. Ah, they can repave the road. What are you, not American? Five Come tons. on. <laughs> I know. He should, he, Trump should have been riding on that trunk with a Budweiser wrapped in an American flag. You know where he gets these ideas, which is terribly disturbing, is like Stalin, Putin, China. North Korea, like those are the types of people who do these things. Absolutely, and more power to them. That's right. I mean, we're we're literally the fact that you and I are talking right now, and the world hasn't been blown to smithereens with a nuclear war, is a miracle. With these idiots running, like Putin, uh, Trump, um, what's the Korean uh, North Koreans? uh, Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. I mean, we're we're giving matches to children and egging them to throw it on gasoline. Yeah. Well, I mean, back to the parades. I uh, <laughs> I still uh, 
I, I don't understand. Like, my dad loved parades. He, you know, when I, we were kids, he would take us until I was finally about 13, 14. And I was like, I'm not going to this. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, we just stand here and watch these you know, floats wa- go Waving by. the flag, clapping it up. Yeah, Thanksgiving, 4th of July. I think Thanksgiving was the one he really liked. And I was just like, I don't understand this. Like, I don't understand any parade. Fourth of July, Thanksgiving. I don't... The one parade I had a good time at was our senior year of college when we went down to the St. Patrick's Day parade. Because that was 1995, I want to say. And you could still kind of go a little crazy. And the cops really didn't mind. And everything was was fine. Uh... And then they started cracking down on everything, and it got so crowded. I tried to go like you're you're just you're just turned into like a miserable old man. Like you are the human embodiment of rain on your parade. Yeah, no, Giuliani and all of them <laughs> rained on my parade because then it was like I tried to go another year, and it was just so like you couldn't move anywhere. You couldn't. I mean, forget it's open the cor- It's the corporate state. It's the corporate state. Oh man! I, and again, like <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, if I was in an apartment with a balcony that overlooked Fifth Avenue or something, like, like sure, yeah, that's enjoyable. But to like, or or like people who go into Times Square on New Year's Eve. Oh my God, that's like my worst nightmare. That crowd. Got it. The the um I got I got a good Fourth uh, of July story, Matt. You're gonna enjoy this. So we're at this Fourth of July uh, party, uh, and there's a volleyball tournament going on. So I'm in it. <laughs> my my son's in it. My son's on a different team than I am. So, and there's a team that we've played in. Pre- we do this every year. So there's a team that we played previous years, and the. To say that this family is ultra competitive is a gross understatement. Wait, is this a private party? This was a, a, a party at a club that okay. we belong to. Okay, so, okay. So the so the, to, to say that they're competitive is a gross understatement. We played them last. They we played them in the finals. Um, last year, and they they barely beat us. So wait, you just, have two boys. Two boys, what right? So have? my oldest was yeah, Aiden. Aiden was in the tournament. So what do they have? Who's on their in their family? Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. So that family has older children. So like mother, uh, father. two girls. Yeah, okay. mother, father, two girls that are in Syracuse University, like Division One lacks, very athletic, and then an older son who I believe is about 26, 27 years old. Uh, just horrific, like. Win at any cost. And like, they still play in this tournament? They still play. Oh, they still Jesus. play. <laughs> so we, and everyone knows this. Everyone knows this at the club. So yeah. they, I, I know that my, my son is playing them. So my, um, my sister-in-law's boyfriend, who's like six, five, goes on their team just to give them a fighting chance. Right? Right. And they, they've stacked their team. They literally invite people who are like volleyball, Division One volleyball players. To win, so, to win a tournament at a 4th of July party. Co- correct. Well, it's getting better. Hold on. And there's no so, money involved here. 
No, no, no. Okay. There's no money involved. Okay. And it's super friendly. These are families playing other families. Oh like, God. everyone yeah. knows each other. But they bring okay? in ringers. Yeah, they bring in ringers. Correct. <laughs> so I'm coaching my son's team. And by coaching, I'm just helping them sub people in. Because one of the rules is you always have to have two women on the six-person team. And these were young kids. So my son's team composed of mainly children that were 12 to 14 years old. Right. Right. Yeah. And then one, uh, you know, my, my sister-in-law's boyfriend. Right. One older guy. Right. So he's like 53. So it's going on and they start trash talking my son's team. Now, these people, so these are the Syracuse college girls? Correct. On the correct, other no, team. So, so here we go. It's getting much better. God. So my, my son, Aiden, is in the front line, uh, right in front of the net. Um, he gets, he, someone sets him up, and he spikes the ball on the, I don't know these, these names, but the son's name, the 26, 27-year-old son. And my and he kind of falls down. He gets up and then he flexes. So he kind of holds his arms up and he goes, Ugh, you know, because he was yeah. proud of himself because he was he's 13 years old, right? And he, you know, it's it's an accomplishment to like yeah. get yeah. up and spike the ball, right? So any normal adjusted adult would just kind of laugh it off and be like, "Good job, kid! Like you got me," you know? Yeah. This guy takes the ball, slams it. He's frustrated that he just got <laughs> slammed on. So the next point, hold on. The next point, he then spikes the ball on my son's head. Oh, my God. Slams it down, goes over to the net and flexes into the net and points at him and starts laughing and goes, see, that's what you get. Jesus All right. So now the, you know, my, uh, my sister-in-law's brother, who's, um, he's really, he's really upset. His name's Brian. So he starts yelling. I start yelling at the kid, the, the, the other guy, I'm calling him a kid because he's much younger than me. And I'm going, I'm going, my, my son's in eighth grade. And then I, there was a bunch of expletives that I was yelling at the kid. Everyone on the sideline is yelling at this guy. He turns to all the parents on the sideline and goes, but he did it to me first. He deserves it. And there, Matt, there was stunned silence. Oh and then the person God. who was running the volleyball thing got in the middle of the court and goes, excuse me. Like, this is, she starts berating the guy. Like, this is for fun. You, it's like, my son was on the floor. He's like, you didn't even go over and ask if he was okay. Like, you started flexing in front of him. He's like, this is a 13-year-old boy. So, anyway, needless to say, they, my son's team, ends up beating them, right? (laughs) They beat them. And typically at the end of the volleyball game, you, you know, just like at the end of a basketball game, you go over and shake everyone's hand, good game. The two daughters and the son storm off the court right back to their tent that was on the other thing. Didn't say good game, nothing. Jeez. You, I mean, your yeah. life has... Sorry pretty- sorry for the long story, but this guy... And, and I was trying to explain to my, my son, it's like... And my, my two sons and everyone on the team is like, no matter if you win or lose, you never want to turn into that individual. 
No. Like, no. Everybody at this party thinks that he is a. I actually feel almost like sorry for the guy of how he was raised. I know. Like, could you imagine this guy in everyday life? Would you ever want to be this guy's friend, do no. business with him, run no. across this guy in the street? Like, no. Were his parents there? Were the parents of his, his family? The, there? His father was on the court. And then later came over to us and apologized for his son. But at that point, it's like, dude, it's like, it's too late. Why is your like, son that way? Like, what? is that like if I was in my my father? First of all, I would be mortified that my son turned out like that, and I yeah. would never be in public with my son. Yeah. But if that ever happened, like if my son ever ever did that to someone that was like fourteen years his junior, yeah, I don't care how old he is, he would be ripped off the court thrown in the back of the car like a child and yeah. spanked. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <it> just... Yeah. <laughs> well, we we were talking about a segment here because it's summer. And yes, at the working experience, we're all about work. But you also have to have your leisure time. So I, I found a, a fun summer activities checklist because nothing amps up the fun more than a checklist. <laughs> you know, you well, check well, it man, what? Well, why don't you? I, I've got a new, um, a new thing I'm going to do. I'm going to go to public beaches and then pick game beach volleyball games Get with children, yeah, and then destroy them. Just start <laughs> spiking on them. Well, I uh, when I taught in New York, the school where I taught, it was traditional that the teachers would have a volleyball game against the students. They were like 7th, 8th grade, you know. And this one teacher, I'll call him Mr. S, uh, he was so competitive. Because he had played some volleyball when he was in college. He kind of knew how no, to that's, play. That's the worst. And when he, they played... He, he and they're and me. they're like, all right, you, exactly. you set up... Exactly. You like strategy... I'm like, Nick. His name is Nick. I'm like, Nick, I don't really care. You know what I mean? And he told me, if we we can't lose, to we can let them win one game. We played three games, or three sets, whatever it is. But we have to win at least two, or we'll lose face. <laughs> we will lose face. So like, I start hitting. I I I never play volleyball. Never. Like I could care less about it. So I start serving it over. They can't even get one back. Like they're terrible. So I just start hitting it out. You know, I'm like, because I want them to get the ball. Otherwise, I'm and just then, gonna... And Nick gets in your face. Yeah. Nick, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. You got to like, okay. And then he would cheat. He would cheat about the score. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me, man? You, you, you know what? It's you can't believe that there are real people in this world that actually... Like, we're yeah. laughing at this. No. That, like, that's... I couldn't believe that this, like, on the... The court... The... Um, over the 4th of July on the volleyball tournament, I couldn't believe that this was a, lo- a living person that was acting like this. This would be like a comedy. Was this yesterday? Yeah, this was yesterday. Jesus, yeah, that is like... Well, I just saw another video of parents getting into a fist fight at a Little League game. You know, they just... Over the umpire. The One of the umpires is like 14. And they, they get into the fight. The, the women, too. If I were the mayor of that town, I'd say, we're done. We're, no more 
And next year, we're not doing it. We're suspending this whole thing because this is pathetic. Well, I mean, you know, I'm competitive. I'm an athlete. But there's certain things, like, I'm not going to do. Like, I'm not going to spike the ball in, on a kid right. or, or, or a woman. I'm just not going to do it. If I see them at the front net, I'm going to just hit it over to keep it in play. Even if I could, I just won't do that. I just wouldn't. And... If I'm like, if we ended up, if we ended up playing my son's team in the final, like with all those kids, like we would have played, you know, kept it close, but I'm not going to win the game. Right. Because then they could have walked away to be the champions. Like, I'm just not going to do that. Well, I also wouldn't call spiking a 26-year-old man spiking a ball on a 13-year-old competitive. (laughs) Right, exactly. It's not a competition. Like, his justification, it was justified because... He he did it first. (laughs) Right, he did it first. He did it first. Like, are you in fifth grade? Yeah. It's like when yeah. it's like when I go to like when I'm when I'm with my two boys and someone hits each other or throws them off a like a balcony. Yeah. It's that's the excuse I get. Oh well dad, he did it first. Yeah, I know. And it's like you have to keep on telling them that's not the way to get out, you know, to, to address things. And hopefully by the time Yeah, but that usually goes I mean that usually goes away when they're in high school. I right? was gonna say, hopefully by the time they're twenty seven they understand <laughs> that's not a valid excuse. He did it first. Well let me he just read um let me just read a that, couple that's of... actually you know what, that's actually a good T shirt. He did it first. He he did it first. Yeah, he did it first. Um let's see. The greatest excuse of all time. Need inspiration for summer fun? Check out our list and see how many you can cross out before Labor Day. <laughs> Talk about competitive. See, I'm going to try to get another family involved in this and see how much more fun. See, because what I like about this is this is quantifiable fun, right? Here it is. Here's the list. It's it's guaranteed fun. You know what I – can you see if this is on the list? This is what I like to do when I'm in a, a dead-end job. You know, I'm staring down a 30-year mortgage. The wife and kids hate me. I like to take a rowboat in the middle of a lake, tie a cinder block, <laughs> chain a cinder block to my leg, throw it off the side of the boat, and just – what what peace and serenity – well, as, as I sink down to the bottom of the lake. Speaking of lakes and leisure time activities, there's a, le- a lake that we go to uh, in New Hampshire. And they have, um, it's very nice. Very nice for swimming. The water is very clean and, and clear. It can be a little on the cold side, but uh, really nice. Big swimming area. A lot of families go there. A lot of families, um, I mean, they come like an invading force. They have so much stuff. They have tents and inflatable more, things. More stuff, Manny. It's more fun. Yeah. It's it's like we're going to have fun. God damn it. It kills <laughs> all of us. And you know, the greatest thing was I saw this family. There were like four adults and 16 kids. I mean, there it was like four families put together. They had two picnic tables. That must have been five coolers. I mean, the thing they had tents set up. Ugh. They because there's. I, I mean, 
There's I the spell beach. fun. Yeah. I spell fun with inflatables. Well, if inflatables are in the mix, I'm having fun. There's the beach and then there's a grassy area where people set up their tents and, and all of that. And they're cooking out. I mean, they are going to town. And there was so much stuff. Because there were little kids, almost infants. Then there were kids who were like eight. Kids who were maybe 10, 12. And, and I hear... <laughs> they're making sandwiches grilling stuff i mean it, it was just it was unbelievable like you could have opened a restaurant and i hear out of the midst of all this stuff where's the mustard <laughs> carter and i'm making up that name because i don't remember the name carter will not eat his sandwich without the mustard <laughs> like out of all this yeah and stuff. that and that's the one thing that bill the dad forgot where's the mustard <laughs> and, and 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 bill is he's blowing into the inflatables right, and he's yeah. getting lightheaded yep <laughs> he's trying to figure out how to pack all this stuff back up and <laughs> oh it's wild and they have these paddle boats and kayaks you can rent and people it's like a mob scene over there. Like they want those paddle boats. Hey, they man, want hey man it's fun at all costs. At all costs. I saw on the drive back today, we stopped at this rest area that we always stop at on Route 93. There was a recreational vehicle. I am not kidding you. It was the size of a Greyhound bus. It had the two wheels in the back and then the one in the go, front. You got to go you got to go big or go home. The size of a bus that would normally seat, I don't know, 40 people. And behind it, they were towing a boat. I mean, it, it was unbelievable. It was absolutely... Hey, that's another thing. You know, families are going to get out on the road this summer. That's something to do. That's, a, that's an activity, driving the, across America. The guy was gassing up the thing. He was gassing up the vehicle. And I, I can't even imagine... Like gas prices up there are, I think it was two fifty eight when I gassed up. Now I have a Subaru Outback, two thousand eighteen, and I had about, I had about a quarter of a tank, so I had to fill up three quarters of a tank, and it was it was almost forty dollars. It was probably like thirty five dollars. I can't even imagine. That thing must cost oh, yeah. three hundred dollars oh, to fill up. Yeah, I he's mean a, that thing probably gets like three miles to the gallon. Yeah, not only does it have a tank. You know, for, I don't know, I, I can't even imagine how big that tank is. You're right. The mileage on that must be absolutely horrendous. So, if you're hauling that bad boy across country, not to mention how much it costs, I, you must be saying, I mean, you'd be better off going to China for a month. Or Japan. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. There's, it's fun at all costs. That That's the message for this summer from the working experience is... You've worked hard, damn it. You're going to have fun. Okay. Everyone in your group's having fun. Well, I'm going to read nine items. I'm just going to stick to nine items for this podcast, and then I'll, I'll get on to uh, some of the other ones. <laughs> See a movie at the drive-in. Now, I saw a movie at a drive-in, actually in New Hampshire, many years ago. I think it's the only drive-in movie I've ever been to. Um, and it, I have to say, it was really great. You, you pulled your car in. And you tuned into the radio. There's like a low frequency radio station. And we watched like two features for, I don't know, it's like $5 or something like that. That was a fun experience, I have to say. 
Um, I haven't been to a drive-in movie theater in better part of 20 years. I don't even know where you can find... I don't know where any are. In I, th- I think they are. They exist. I just... Yeah, why? They're, they're kind of fun. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not... Okay. Um, number two, walk on the boardwalk and listen to the boards creak under your feet. <laughs> Man, that's some summer fun right there. All right, I How about this? Three. Let me... Wait, wait, but let me just throw a wrench into number two. Yeah. How about walk on a very high board walk and hope one of the planks gives way so you can go careening into the ocean and yeah, end it all? That, that could happen. Uh, blow bubbles. That's item number I'm a three. big bubbles fan. Yep. Nothing spells fun like a big canister. Happy, of that there's happiness there. in bubbles. Uh, number four, play tag, hopscotch, or one of your favorite childhood games. <laughs> Oh, this is for adults? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, me, you, Frank, Tony, Tom, Jay, we could probably get about ten guys to play some hopscotch. What do you think? I think that would be brilliant. Or, or a vicious game of tag. Tag. Could you imagine about ten guys running around in Central Park playing tag? <laughs> <laughs> You're it! <laughs> Everybody's running. <laughs> uh, uh, or, or we could play, how about a spirited game of Red Rover? That would be pretty fun, right? Oh, I love Red Rover, yeah. yeah. That's uh, a good one. Ride a roller coaster. Okay, I like roller coasters. Roller coasters. Have roller you, coasters are fun. Have you ever been on the Cyclone at Coney Island? I have, yeah. A long time ago, but yes, I have. You know what I love about that? It crosses the line between real fun and, oh my God, this thing is going to fall apart. Like, it's I've scary. Been on, I've been many, many rides like that where I think that, um, you know, the, the, the uh, I don't know what you call it. It's like the fairs where they set the rides up like the night before. Yeah, those are the worst. Those are that, like, that so is just <laughs> yes, yeah. so dangerous. There's no oversight. There's no safety. Zero, yeah. zero. Uh, let's see. Play miniature golf. Not a huge mini golf fan. I mean, I was. I used to player. be a big one, but you know. Yeah. Hey, listen. There's fun in mini golf. Oh, there is. Yeah, I'd probably get into it if I got on the course. Win a prize at the fair. That sounds like fun right there. Oh, how about this? You love this. Catch fireflies at night. Oh, big fan of that. (laughs) After we play tag, we can go catch fireflies. I mean, could you just like imagine that you're like in like an accounting office and you're reading this stupid article because you're you're depressed and you're like writing this stuff, be like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna catch fireflies at night." So you you go home and you tell your wife and kids, and they throw fruit at you. I mean, just <laughs> where they make fun of you. Dad's lost it. How about this? Build a sandcastle at the beach. Okay. Yeah. That could oh yeah, be that's fun. good. Sure. Okay. I'm gonna yep. throw this. I I gotta throw this last one in here, and then I'll stop. Buy a creamsicle from the neighborhood ice cream truck. <laughs> Specifically, a creamsicle. Specifically, a creamsicle. From the- kill, kill, kill me now. Kill me now. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, um, I don't know. Did we have something else to talk about? I was kind of- <laughs> was, is that the end of the list? Oh, you're, uh, this is not really summertime related, but... Uh, 
You had a, a bit of a, a kerfuffle with the medical industry recently. Ah, yes. Thank you for reminding me yeah. of that. So I got a, um, I got a bill, from, a medical bill in the mail today. Uh, just to give you a little background, my, son, my oldest son, Aiden, who got slammed by that asshole 27-year-old, Prior to this, a couple, this is probably about two months ago, he was out on the soccer field and he got elbowed in the lip. And he got a, a pretty good gash in his lip. Uh, and then it kind of like went a little bit down. So, so there's your lip and then just below the lip, there was a tear. So we go to the emergency room, plastic surgeon comes in, sews him up, right? And he gets like, I think like maybe 11 stitches or 10 stitches. And great plastic surgeon uh, was a woman. She was in there for maybe 30, 35 minutes. So we go to the hospital that my wife works at, and that's where she has coverage. So, you know, we think we're good, right? Like, this is the hospital. These are the do- This is where she works at, and this is her plant. So I get a, a bill in the mail, and it's the, the amount of the bill is 20 grand. Shit. 20 yeah thousand dollars did they itemize this at all no that's the other brilliance of it no it's just a it's two line items one for eighteen thousand three hundred forty six dollars then another one for two thousand something um just and it says a and b there's no you know I thought I legally a, they had to like tell you how much things cost well not. well the the bill it says this is not a bill uh, and an itemized thing will be sent by your provider, but it still said how much we were responsible for, which was about $2,700. Good Lord. Which, <clears throat> first of all, it makes no, it makes no sense. I mean, it, I'm assuming that this is a mistake. Yeah. And I'll say for a later podcast, if, if it's not, because if it's not, I am going to start naming names on the podcast. (laughs) I'm going to get everything off my chest. I'm assuming it's a mistake. But the point of it is the medical system is just completely broken that it cost $20,000 for 11 stitches. Yeah. And it's like what that's why I asked if it was itemized. Like, did your son take a take an ambulance to the hospital? No. Yeah. We drove yeah. him like yeah. the like the ambulance I would get. Maybe that would be a couple thousand dollars. Right. Like, I don't I don't which even is know. Ludicrous but like, anyway, but which is cra- which is crazy. Yeah. But like, no, we took him. We took him to my wife's hospital, like the one she works for, where she gets the her plan from. That is twenty thousand dollars. Like, yeah, I, I want to know, like, what costs what? Like what is all, and they they'll come up with all kinds of administrative costs and this. No, well, you know, and, and this comes off terrible. of we used to be covered under my media company, One Circle Media, but the premiums got so high, like I was paying well over. I don't want to give specifics, but it was well over forty thousand dollars for a family plan for the year. Oh, jeez. And. So, so my, my wife went back as a nurse part-time just for the benefits. Wow. So the state of, I don't know how anyone affords healthcare. Like, 
I could, I mean, like, if you're an employee, it's still pretty high. If you're an employee, you're pay, you're probably paying. Like, do you know what you pay monthly? Is it like six, seven hundred bucks? I looked in. I don't know, but I, I looked in just out of curiosity. If I had no job, was just a freelance writer, um, I looked into like Blue Cross, Blue Shield, or Harvard Pilgrim, one of those the major providers. And for me, it would be about seven hundred dollars a month. How how long ago was that? Two months ago, three months ago. Just oh, out of curiosity, I, like I want to see how much that would be. That that must have been a really crappy plan with a high deductible. Might have been. I don't know. Well, you can like you get, can get, you can get cheaper plans with like super high deductibles. Well, in Mass like, Massachusetts has Mass Health, which helps a lot of people. Oh, okay. So was, that might be. That well, might be different from New York State. Well, that that didn't. I I just looked as like a private citizen. Like I'm just Joe Schmo. If I signed up for Blue Cross Blue Shield, how that's much actually I that's actually pretty good. That's actually really good. Um, but you can get Mass Health, and you can you can get it for free. This was all the bit. I won't get into all political stuff, but this was Mitt Romney's plan. Yeah, this was Mitt Romney, right? Yeah. right. and um, you can get free health care, or you can get health care for like two, three hundred dollars a month. It's not the best, but if you if something bad happens, you're covered. Now, yeah, that d- that doesn't exist in New York State. Like, why uh, would it? it from my sense. understanding, right now is like if you're a single person, as an as an employee, you're paying about maybe six, seven hundred. Now, this depends on the plan, the deductible, but you're paying around six, seven hundred bucks, yeah, yeah. and then your employer is paying the other half of whatever the other um, portion of that is. Yeah. If you have like a family of like four or five, you know, you might be paying like 1500 bucks a month or 1200 bucks a month. Yeah. Since I was the, um, I'm the owner and, and the employee. So I was playing the employer and the employee. It was disaster. And the plan that we had was pretty good. It wasn't like the Cadillac plan, but it wasn't the lowest plan. It was just Dude, it was so expensive. Well, I don't, I, re- I don't know how people do it. With kids, you're talking about braces. You're talking about glasses. You're talking about stitches. You ta- Like, you can't, or, I mean, you can. People have to, but you, you don't want to cheap out. I mean, if you're just a single person and you're relatively healthy, you can say, all right, I'll just deal with the high deductible and deal with it if it happens. But if you have kids, you can't do that. So No, no, you can't, you don't you can't want nickel to. and dime up. Yeah. I don't know, but how some people, people don't have a choice. It's it's no, so millions, millions it's of so expensive. Well, if you're a waitress, you know we just we were talking about. It. We went to this diner for breakfast this morning, and there's this waitress. She's always there, very nice, works very very hard, uh, has a kid because I've heard her mention her son occasionally. I don't. I seriously doubt she gets any kind of health insurance from her job, and I don't know. She may be on Mass Health or something like that, but. Massachusetts is one of the few states that offers that. And, I mean, let, let's say you work at an IHOP in Iowa, and that's your only source of income. Oh, you're screwed. Do you honestly think you get health insurance through IHOP? <laughs> and, and it's honestly, um, it, it, it's a shame. We should all be embarrassed by the fact that you could basically bankrupt yourself or lose your house because you fall ill. It's just well. Let's say you didn't have health insurance, and your son got elbowed, had to go get stitches. I mean, you can't say, "Son, uh, 
I'm not going to get you stitches because I can't afford it. Like that's not an option. So now you get a well, bill what for I, what I could have done. Well, what I well we we asked like we were like everything's covered and they were like yeah everything's covered. We made sure everything was covered. Yeah, we no, got no. a plastic surgeon because the split went below his lip. Like if you have an ER doctor stitch it up, it's much less. But that person is not. You know, you could have a scar. Like if it was like on his elbow, we wouldn't obviously wouldn't have had a plastic surgeon come. But it was on his face. Well, you but know, there so you, are some people in this country, and it, it, like, you know, in jail. They're in there. They've not been convicted of a crime, but they literally do not have a family member who can come up with a thousand dollars. Yeah, a thousand dollars, five hundred dollars. What's the what's the statistic? Is the like, I think it's like fifty or sixty percent of Americans would. Couldn't come up with like four, like five hundred dollars in an emergency. That and there are people who spend that on dinner. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't think anything of it, and it's just like, yeah. I mean, if somebody like who I knew well, I went to college with, I've known for years, or I, I have known since I was a kid, said, "Look, I need two thousand dollars because my son or daughter need." Like, yeah, here you go. Like, you know, I have two thousand dollars to give. But yeah, I mean, I, I just think don't. like with I think with like the healthcare system, there's like and maybe that's, you know, the Massachusetts model is the way to go where everyone gets like this basic care. It's very, very basic. You will yeah. be taken care of. But if you want a higher level of care, then you've got to pay for it. Like I would take like basic care over really expensive care that is essentially no care for Tens of millions of Americans. Yeah. I don't understand what... Well, it's the insurance companies. They don't... I mean... It's, well, it's, it's like a, a gun a, lobby. I mean, it's any anybody who has money... Who well, it's not pay. just them. It's not just them. Everybody's on the take. It's the insurance companies. It's the pharmaceutical companies. The doctors are benefiting from this. Oh, yeah. It's not just the insurance companies. No, no, Everyone no. Is, is benefiting from a system that is bloated... And, and and then they you know they use the argument that we have the best medical you know the best doctors yeah at the high end like of course like you want to get the the best care but like you know if for a checkup do I need to see a world renowned doctor no I just need to see a, a doctor that's capable and then the other the other flip side of it it's the entire medical system is a a disease care system. It's not a health care system. It's not prevention. It's like right. you're just treating the symptoms. And then you could even go further of like, you know, it's like we're subsidizing McDonald's. We're subsidizing soda, you know. And you, the constant consumption of this leads to diabetes, leads to heart attacks, leads to strokes. And nobody's talking about that. Well, the thing that gets me is like... Uh, and I, I don't know where this dichotomy comes from, but it's like the people who need it the most are the ones who tend to vote against it. They're like, no, no, the universal health care, that's socialism. That's Canadians do that. Europe does that. Like we're Americans. And it's like, OK, so you yeah, want but, but crappy health care? They, they yeah, well, they need to be explained that what Medicare and Medicaid is. I mean, it is essentially see, yeah. it's like you like what about your fire department? And your police department, (laughs) this is socialized services. And the roads that you drive on, 
Yeah. This is all paid for by taxes. We've all agreed that, okay, it makes sense to pool our money, you know, for this social good. Like, it exists. Like, and, and I'm not saying it would, should be like, you know, um, I think that there's got to be some system in there where it's fair for everyone and you and there's transparency and you can't charge you know 5000 see this is where the the unbridled capitalism in healthcare just goes off the rails because an insurance company a large insurance company they are they want to maximize their profits for their shareholders that's capitalism 101 well in order to do that they want to collect the most amount of premiums and they want to charge the most and then they want to lessen the amount of payouts right for right. claims yeah it's very very simple now you could you could pay in your premiums for 20 years and then all of a sudden get cancer and the bills could be hundreds of thousands of dollars and the insurance company could point to the fine print in your contract that doesn't cover this drug or doesn't cover this, you know, it behooves, it benefits them to not pay you out the full amount. It's, so the, the, if you just look at that example, it, it doesn't make sense. No. Especially not, I mean, it's not like food or, uh, you know, luxury, you know, I mean, you can eat at expensive restaurants or inexpensive restaurants. I mean, you, you need, it's not optional, is what I'm saying. Like, it's not an option if you get sick or you get injured or something like that to say, well, let me shop around a little bit and see what I, you know, it's like. And, there, and there's also you know. has to be like incentives. It can't be an all-you-can-eat buffet right of of pills and doctor visits and no. like if you want to get a boob job or a facelift no, no, that's no. on you right like right. we are we are not paying for that under you know you have to pay for that out of pocket but if your son comes down with chicken pox or comes down with the you know MRSA like that we've got to take care of that as a society we can't just abandon that child it's just you know, yeah. anyway, and right now it's a free, like it's a free for all. You can, and then also too, you got to incentivize people to like, for lack of a better word, like treat yourself better. Like don't, like you got to exercise, you got to eat right, you got to, you know, otherwise you're just going to slowly, you know, waste away or, you know, get diabetes or, and that's not fun for anyone. That's not fun <laughs> for you. No, <laughs> no. Well, folks, uh, that's some food for thought while you're pursuing your leisure time activities. Uh, thanks a lot for listening. And, and we also uh, put a little um, a little ribbon on that conversation with the healthcare rant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so something to think about uh, while you're swimming in the ocean or throwing fireworks at each other, or uh, you know, and, and also be careful. Sorry to cut you off, but to be careful swimming in that ocean. Did you hear about that that girl in the Bahamas that was uh, eaten by tiger sharks? No, Jesus. Yeah, she was with her family on vacation swimming and like snorkeling. And um, apparently, um, this is like her father and her mother and her sister, they saw the sharks 
going towards her and they tried to like flag her down. Oh. And um, I think like one shark bit off her arm, another one tore into her leg and the other oh. one like tore into her back. She died. It was like, a, I think she was like 18 or 19 years old. Is there a more horrifying way to die? There isn't. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would say that's got to be pretty high on the list. Did you, also, did you see that um, video on YouTube with the two Indian guys on a moped driving out of like a, a park reserve and the tiger almost clips the guy on the back of the motorcycle? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> you, after we get off this, YouTube it. It's wow. two guys, and this guy must be like turned backwards. He's got a cell phone filming. And then he's like pointed at the jungle, and he must have heard something. And the moped must be going like 40 or 50 miles an hour. And all of a sudden, Matt, out of the brush is this massive tiger Jesus. that crosses over the road. Like he was looking to clip off one of the guys yeah. and eat him. And yeah. he just he wasn't going fast enough, so he just went back into the jungle. But just watch. It's like a 20-second clip, and just look at the tiger's face. You just see the tiger is ready to clip this guy and eat him. And apparently in India, it's a big problem with humans getting clipped off by tigers. Yeah. Well, once they see you as prey, your food. Well, there there are certain predators, like sharks don't necessarily like the taste of humans. It's usually a mistake. Yeah. Unless it's like a bull shark or a tiger shark, which can be aggressive. But like a great white wants to eat a seal. Like a human is not like fatty enough, has enough oils and stuff. We just don't taste great to them. But a tiger, tiger is going to eat you. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, no matter how cute they seem. All right, folks, well, uh, keep all that in mind during your summer fun. Try not to get eaten by sharks or attacked by a tiger. And uh, That's sound advice, Matt. Yeah. That might be the best <laughs> advice we've given is yeah. don't get eaten by a shark or a tiger. Or a tiger. All right, folks, we'll be back at you very soon with more fun summertime activities. Have a great one. All right, thanks, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media and the Still Believe app, the only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build engage and entertain your audience reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com i would love to hear from you and that's it the end the sweet end until our next audio encounter